Welcome back to our Love Island recap. I am your host, Kirsten McInnes. And uh, once again, the show has blindsided us with a two-hour episode with no advertisement. Uh, and so thankfully, I have a great crew to break it down with me. I have my constant co-host. I don't know why I said it like that. Brian Scally. <laughs> Scally, how's it yeah. going? Constant co-host. Constant co-host. Ooh. I'm so tired. When no- there's nothing better to say. So you just, yeah, he's always here. <laughs> like, he has perfect you know, attendance. <laughs> so far, uh, he's around, you know, but um, I. I'm good. Uh, rough night for CBS eliminations overall, but over, you know, we get a two hour Love Island episode. Uh, maybe this one maybe didn't need to be quite two hours. Could have maybe shortened oh, this think? down to a nice 90 minutes. Oh, it's so bad. It happens. I mean, I'm still, I'm not complaining. Let's get more Love Island on the air. You want to give me season three pretty quick? I'm going to be excited. So I like these people. I am down to watch. Oh, we, I need a vacation already. Um, <laughs> we also have with us uh, I'm going to speak for both Skelly and myself one of our favorite people someone that we love to talk to someone who I fully just said oh a blonde Canadian talking about uh, romantic reality TV let me just try to be exactly like her we have Haley Strong with us Haley how's it going I'm here what's up no honestly like I'm pretty sure by the end of this podcast I'll have talked to Brian Scally for more collective hours this week than my own live-in literal common-law husband (laughs) I mean that uh, sounds like a very relatable fact to me from when I used to have a common-law husband (laughs) <laughs> well i feel blessed as you should i also feel blessed <laughs> to be go. currently podcasting with the two leading love island podcasters in canada what the heck congratulations for hitting number one on itunes love island charts oh, I'm thank awesome. you thank, thank you so thank much you. it's an honor um, it's an honor to be here it feels along the ride I sent a, I like posted a screenshot of that on my Instagram story yesterday when I saw that we had um, taken the number one spot. And one of my friends who watches the UK version, but not the US version, even though I've been beseeching her to join us this season, said, you're ahead of the ITV podcast? How? And I was like, we're really good, Colleen. Okay, we're really good. <laughs> Colleen, I will fight you. As if she's listening to this. But yeah, I know. I would, Can you imagine? Do you, I imagine somebody in your real life listening to this podcast. Um, My friends have been pushing for it more lately, and I'm just debating them sending like the wrong links or like, oh, it's broken. Like Rickroll them with the link to my podcast. <laughs> I like. I, I sometimes I don't think anyone in my real life ever listens to my podcast. But one time, I was podcasting about The Bachelor, and uh, Raven, who was on the, on the season, looked exactly like somebody I went to university with. And I said on the podcast, "This looks like exactly somebody I went to university with," and I had. Truly, no lie. Four different people message me, being like, "Is it this person? You're totally right." (laughs) And like, I had no idea they even listened. Like, what the heck? Like, wow, I was such a furry. Wow, I really (laughs) hope um, that no one in my real life listens to me on a podcast. My mom like often asks, like, "How do I listen to your podcast?" I'm like, "Mom, I say dick way too much for you to listen to this." (laughs) I, my mom, uh, I hadn't done very many podcasts. like while my mom was around, but I did load my podcast onto her phone so she could listen to them. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, load them on for me. And I was like, okay. My brother will listen to podcasts sometimes if I'm on them, but like only if it's something he cares about. Um, 
which I often don't podcast about things he cares about because he has good taste <laughs> and I do not. My sister would never listen to this podcast um, because she doesn't like women's voices because she has internal <laughs> misogyny. Oh my oh, God. No. She literally was like, I was like, Viana, we're the number one Love Island podcast in Canada. And she was like, do people know you're on it? And I was like, yes, I am the host. She was like, well, I guess most of them probably don't have a man on it. And that's what puts you to number one. <laughs> All right, might have to cancel Viana pretty soon. Oh, she is, she is canceled. But every time she says something like that, I'm like, well, we still have work to do, don't we? I used to tell Ethan every time I got like a mean comment about myself on on whatever platform somebody wanted to send me a mean comment about myself, and he was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then like one time he listened to two men podcast about like how tough it is to podcast as a woman because like constantly you get emails about your voice and shit and he was like can you believe this is happening i'm like "Eh." (laughs) excuse me well i'm a female podcaster i would just like to say if anybody wants to say anything mean about Haley strong they can send it directly to me so i can cyber bully you (laughs) please because i cannot personally take it and kirsten can't i will literally like i've never been on a physical fight but I would get into a fist fight over Haley Strong. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that because I, like, like I said before we started recording, like I'm literally just a bowl of jello. Like that is me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm soft. I'm delicate. People have always told me like, oh, you should have a tougher skin. But like, guess what? I cried every fucking day in fifth grade, every single day. Oh, <laughs> every day. Oh, not well, fifth grade. Like, what, the, what kind of useless feedback is that? Oh, ha- just have a tougher skin. You know, like, I can't oh yeah, let like, me. I forgot to just try that. I just, oh, I'll just have a I, thicker I, skin. I was born sensey. <laughs> it happens. That pisses me off. Anyways, I guess we should probably talk about Love Island, even though I'd rather. I know. Okay, rather just so, talk to you guys. You guys invited me to be on this podcast a couple of days ago, and I said, "Great." I've been truly waiting with bated breath, staring at my phone for Kirsten to text me and say, "Can you come on the podcast?" Because I have been. I have been so deeply obsessed with this season. So Kirsten texts me. I say, great. And then she advises me that um, that it's on every day of the week now, which is truly frightening. <laughs> um, and I said, oh, I thought it wasn't on Wednesdays. And then you checked and said, oh, it's not on this Wednesday because of the ACMs, yeah, which Taylor Swift performed, sure. Betty, and I still have to watch that clip. So oh, somebody sent it to me because it's just we lazy. And then <laughs> I'll find it and send it to you, Haley, because I like that song a lot. Merci. You can check out my rankings of all the songs on folklore over at strongtakes.ca. Anyway, so Kirsten texts me today and I say, oh, I have to watch two episodes. And she says, no, no, my friend. Um, Wednesday episode, not a thing. I say, great. So I get home from work about 830. Perfect timing for this podcast because the episode started at nine. We could get started podcasting at 10. I could be in bed by 1130 at the latest. Um, I was going to watch a little bit of Dancing with the Stars before starting so I can build up, you know, the 15 minute uh, commercial breaks on DVR and I can zip zip through it. Uh, and then Ethan informs me. He says, Haley, is this two hours tonight? And I said, uh, excuse me. He said, this is two hours. <laughs> and I said, I'm texting Kirsten. So I texted Kirsten and I said, Kirsten, this is two hours. And she said, um, excuse me. And I said, yeah. Anyway, I said, stop. It's not really. Why didn't they advertise this? Yeah. So you told me it's only going to be one hour of content to talk about. The problem you were is... right. There is only one hour of content. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, show, amazing. Second hour of the show, like, you could not have saved that for Friday. You're telling me you couldn't have pushed your whole schedule back one single er for this? Like, it was boring. You cut it off. Cut it off at the couple's leaving and to be fair you're telling me that the episode would have been less good if it ended with Mackenzie being like bye everyone like that's where you end this episode you don't Mm -hmm. continue on into three different bennies like why do we care about three different bennies like who are these men that I I I truly don't remember what they look like Mackenzie does not deserve she does not deserve a mid-episode exit. Like, no, really, exactly. that's the finale. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, the season's like, over. Unburied, I, sorry, I just unburied <laughs> the lead, I feel like, oh, by please. saying Mackenzie's gone. Mackenzie's gone. Um, I can't believe it. So, wait, this is your podcast. You lead me. Okay, lead me. <laughs> you, you have a question. Please ask your question. 
I don't remember what it was. Oh, okay, well, never mind. Anyway, so um, Mackenzie is gone. We're devastated here at the Love Island wrap up. Um, but I, I will be sliding into her DMs to try and get an interview. Um, Scally messaged me during the episode and said, "You're sliding into Mackenzie's DMs to get an interview." And normally, yeah. I don't like being told what to do, but. He was telling me to do exactly what I wanted to do. So I, I feel like it wasn't him telling you what to do. I feel like it was you being like, should this be my plan? And him just confirming yes. No, I plan. didn't even ask. He unprompted messaged me. No, it was like yeah. an emotional. It was like an emotional. We knew. Yeah, it was. We like, had talked about how like, OK, if we're talking to anyone hypothetically from this season, who's on the list of who you'd want to? And obviously she is in that top three. She's the whole so, list. <laughs> there are other people on this you list. Know, there's Justine and Caleb, too. Yeah, and I like Sally, but otherwise, like these, those are the four. And so Mackenzie goes off the show, and uh, maybe she is, you know, flooded right now. But we have some time. We're I the would, number one Love know. Island USA podcast, baby. <laughs> in Canada, but no, I think I think if you type in Love Island USA Check your iTunes, on fish. iTunes US, I think we're the number one of Love Island USA. Oh, if you do that, yeah, we'll take out the ITV. That's the case. Exactly. But, so, I mean, so, I feel like we have a little bit of cloud. <laughs> we can try. No promises. But yeah, that's uh, someone that I want to speak to. And so uh, obviously, I think that the DM would come better from you rather than me. So I was like, yeah, you're doing this. Sorry. <laughs> like It's happening. It's, we'll, sur- we'll survive, I guess. So now we've told everyone like the sad conclusion. I guess we have to tell them how we got. It's, is it a conclusion? Like, no, it's like a mid roll thing. It's a comma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, oh. okay. I feel like it was a natural end to the story. I don't know where else we could have gone, um, except maybe in like an Amber and whatever that guy's name was from that one season of of real love island where they yeah. broke up for a while but then got back together and won sorry spoiler alert i don't care it happened years ago if you haven't watched those 40 episodes by now what are you doing <laughs> i don't even know what season it is so who gives an f yeah the idea of me remembering anything from a past season of love island Four is laughable episode does yeah like they're long seasons there's a lot going on i i watch it and then I, I internalize it and then I let it go and other people are allowed to remember the seasons, but I just simply never will. Okay. So where should yes. we start? So, what even happened at the end of the episode? A lot of what we had was talk about Connor's speech being mean like 7,000 times. I don't Listen, remember the speech. I don't feel like I'm particularly ever on Connor's side. I feel like he's been pretty shady in the fact that he's saying one thing to Mackenzie and one thing to the guys. And then like, of course, the guys feel like they do because they're hearing this one thing from Mackenzie. And of course, Mackenzie feels like different because she's like because he's asking her to be his girlfriend and all this stuff and he's telling the guys like oh yeah she's like clingy and she's this and that so like i'm not connor's number one stan um but was his speech mean i just what did like, he say was it anything even was it anything memorable? like what, what did <laughs> what did connor say do you remember what connor said scally uh she had claimed a number of times it. It was like a unless she was like, oh, like these were things that you used to say to me. And so the fact that you were saying them to someone else while also like making her think that she could have been the one that he was choosing was, I think, what she was getting at. Oh, OK, that's fair. Okay, yeah. Well, no, I'm sorry. Are are we surprised that um, the Connor has nothing like original to say? Yeah. yeah like, what, else, what else does he know to say to a woman? He's never gotten a BJ before, apparently. Oh, That's what he <laughs> has now. Well, congrats, Connor and <laughs> BJ. Like, congratulations on that. Um, the blowsy. The blowsy. Um, yeah, so there's like that gets ta- like talked about so many times, and I just mm-hmm. we don't have to talk about that anymore. That's over. So that cuts out easily like this 20 is a minutes of the to talk about. Um, yeah, oh, you're, this the, is where Beach Street Podcast. Okay, oh, I get yeah, no, we can talk about Blowsies as I'd much as you not. want. <laughs> I don't, but I don't want to talk about Connor's speech anymore. No, I don't. I don't either. So, like, let's 
Okay. Yeah. Was there anything important in between that and the, and I'm, I'm using this term extremely loosely astrology party. Oh my mm. God. Um, there was like a brief thing about, of Kirsten and Calvin making it seem like they did like each other. Okay. Yeah, um, we get that. They had so much screen time this episode. I genuinely was like, they're going home. Like one of them is going. <laughs> they well, tried I was so like, hard oh, there's so to, like, much pretend time. like they like each other. Yeah, I was like, there's yeah. so much screen time. I'm just not going to watch it because they're going to go home. And then jokes on me. <laughs> it was all about like her like tossing and turning, and but it was like them just like flirting pretty heavy. Only to like, oh, none of that mattered. <laughs> Actually, she had no interest in him all along. What a surprise! So, and I then I, we got. Some uh, heavy winter edit content, I thought, from Justine and Caleb early on, where Justine is crying about missing her parents, and she just like hopes they're they're proud of her. Um, and then like Caleb comes up and comforts her. So I think that was definitely uh, something that they wanted people to be paying attention to. Is that the most successful outcome for the show? As if Justine and Caleb win? Absolutely, I think so. Yes. Okay. Cool. I agree. Yeah, like for me personally and for the public. I think at one point it was Johnny and Selly, but I think that that has very much changed. Johnny? What over. changed that? Johnny's <laughs> over. I just, I really love Selly. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I, I want, I want to treat her right, I think. They posted a video of like asking the Islanders questions and Johnny got the question of who's the funniest girl in the villa and he was like well normally women don't make me laugh but Sally's hilarious and I was like I'm sorry Uh, there's nothing more boring than women aren't funny right like it's just so over and so done Uh, we're we're subjected to so much trauma how could we not be funny right (laughs) Um, I was I'm gonna introduce Johnny to Viana and they can talk. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I bet Johnny doesn't like this. Oh no, my sister, either. if someone told her that women aren't funny, she would lose her damn mind because she okay, thinks she's the funniest person alive. <laughs> Not because of anything else. Um, I was talking about that with uh, Hannah Shapiro, who's going to be joining us for our next recap. Uh, and she had some very funny thoughts on on that. So we'll, we'll bring that up again on that podcast. So she can good, share, good. I was cracking up. <laughs> like I just want somebody. I just want a man to love Sally as much as Justine loves Sally. And I don't think that's that much to ask oh for. Yeah, like there are the couple. I you know what? That's the most satisfying outcome for the season is if Sally and Justine won together. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Can, can, can Sally, Justine, and Caleb just become a throuple in the house? Sure. <laughs> I don't. I would be okay it. with it. Can like can there be a same sex couple on this? I know tried last year, sort of. I think that if they cast enough people that would be open to that, there would be a chance of it actually happening. I feel like a lot of the men would not be as open to that. You mean the men who like sprinted out of the room when they had to pass a cherry, like person to person? No, I don't think so. Guys, (laughs) we have to sit guy, girl, guy, girl, because we have to pass a cherry from mouth to mouth. Who cares? Get your friends on the mouth. The only reason I'm not doing it is because of COVID. Kaylee, when COVID's <laughs> over, I'm going to kiss you right on the mouth. Yeah, we're going to kiss on the mouth. I'm going to greet you with a kiss on the mouth. I you don't think I've kissed all of my friends on the mouth? Absolutely, I have. I don't know if I've kissed all my friends on the mouth, but a lot of them. Well, I mean, I haven't kissed you on the mouth, but we don't live particularly close. If we have I kissed you on the mouth? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Just checking. I mean, if we lived closer together at a I point where we were going out to bars, we would have kissed on the mouth. It just would have happened. Uh, just, like, <laughs> just what I do with friends. Like it's, it's just ni- it's like it's nice, right? It's yeah. like you're my friend. Just kiss, kiss your, on the mouth. Yeah. Kiss your friend on the mouth. But friend. I don't do I don't do it right now. I just need you to know I don't do it right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't right now either. <laughs> we get uh the one other thing about the Mackenzie Connor Moira fiasco is Moira was like, Why are you being like this, you're being so selfish. And that was a pretty iconic Moira moment um, as far as Moira goes. No, it's not. She does it in the confessional. <laughs> like, Yeah, Moira... she doesn't say it straight up. I did mm-hmm. like Moira more this episode than I have so far. Not that I don't like Moira. I, I think I would very much <laughs> like her IRL. But as a TV character, like, what is she bringing? Like, especially compared to Mackenzie, where I feel like Mackenzie's just bringing gold day after day, second after second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why uh, is Moira... Moira on my TV? 
Moira is in the confessional being like, oh, Mackenzie's not thinking as clearly as the rest of us. Like we all have ex- I was like, you walked in on Selly crying hysterically and made it about you and said, Selly, this is all your fault that I'm upset when like because she was happy. Like, no, Moira, you're the one who's been spiral. Like, I don't know where this like came. And yeah, trust me, I totally see it. Like Mackenzie is no angel, but I just don't like that Moira is constantly like to her face very like, oh, my God. I'm your best friend and like I totally understand what you and Connor are going through and then either when she's with Connor or in the confessional or otherwise it's like what's wrong with Mackenzie like I totally am on your side and it's like oh that aggravates me so much well, but that's why Moira and Connor fit so well together because they both Fair. do the same thing to Mackenzie because they're both like spineless yeah yeah and if she just said it to Mackenzie like cool I would like her so much more but like yeah. uh, over the past uh, you know week of episodes it's just been like I've seen it a lot and I'm not Moira's biggest fan right now what's Moira's uh, star sign oh um mm. I know this I mean like chances are she's a Gemini but like most of the people on the cast are yeah. Gemini's give me one second I, I, I have a list actually quite handy do you no, that's Ugh, good. Podcast. Moira's a Pisces. Oh, okay, this makes sense then. It adds <laughs> up. Well, she's just like emotional, and it's very like kind of almost like flighty. I do like I've Pisces in my life that I love very deeply, but I wouldn't date any of them. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. have any Pisces in my life. I feel like maybe because I'm so emotional, that's why it's hard for me to surround myself with other people who are so emotional. See, I feel like I'm the exact opposite where I um, I like it's not that I'm not emotional ever, but it's something I keep locked deep inside. And so I do like to surround myself with emotional well, people. And that's why I have so that's many. That's why like, you and I are friends. Yeah, that's why I have you. That's why I have so many cancers in my life. That's why yeah. I have so many like Pisces, that kind of situation. Yeah. Okay. That adds up. Um, Brian's we, a Capricorn. You know, I, I am a Capricorn. Is also a Capricorn. Ooh, which is hard sometimes because I, you know, y'all are so stoic and hard to get. You know, in <laughs> see, and that's my problem. About. I have a Capricorn Venus Haley, right, mixed with your Sagittarius. It's, it's like, girl, it's like, what am what what am I to do? I what I think I'm. I think what is mine? Libra Maine, um, Gemini Mid, Sagittarius, other thing. You're a Sag rising, I think. Oh, um, I'm either Gem Moon Sag rising or Sag Moon Gem rising. I mean, that's like pretty same same, anyways. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It all adds up. Um. So, well, great segue. Astrology party. Yeah. So they what find the out. Oh man, this is a toga party. I was so <laughs> mad. Like I thought we were getting yep. like. The runway from RuPaul's Drag Race season, whatever, where um, my girl, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo, represented the Libras. I thought we were getting that, but no, it was literally just a tarot party. How I, boring. And I thought they were going to do tarot cards. And no, it was just like production cards being like, my yes. half fans, I guess. It was literally... Um, Again, I think it was a week ago that I said they're going to do a toga party, and they, they did. Uh... Are they all allowed to call it a toga party? Like, they literally could have just called it that. It would have been fine. Uh, I was going to say, I feel like they've been listening to this podcast because it comes up so often. I mean, they made it a big thing in their bios. Astrology is a big thing this season. Astrology is big in the world, baby. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) I don't know what circles. (laughs) There are vocal people who hate it so much, and those people need to... (laughs) get a life those uh, people are not listening to a love island podcast hey you would be surprised people love i was i was in um i was in a, like a facebook group a couple weeks ago and someone had posted something about astrology and there was so many people in the thread just being like it's fake but why can't people just get over it and i literally commented i was like it's so crazy how when a man needs to improve as a person they're gone. They're nowhere to be found. They have no time. They're busy. But when a man has the opportunity to shit on astrology, they're right here. Why can't they just be quiet and let people enjoy things? And someone replied to that message, like shooting down astrology. So I replied back to it with a screenshot of my own message where I just highlighted, shut up and let people enjoy things. 
(laughs) (laughs) And that's the energy I bring to anyone who's going to hate astrology. This is an astrology safe space. Thank you. Um, yeah, so they, they get the cards of destiny where it's like, ask it a question. And then they give you the answers like from a magic eight ball. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what this like. Was. It's literally like uh, outlook looks bleak or whatever the eight ball says. I don't know. Rob's not mm-hmm. on this podcast right now. He would know. It's just like, why? Why did they do this? Yeah, it was a boring game. Like <laughs> things have been boring before, but like this was not fun at all. Like at least when they were playing Truth or Dare, people were licking each other and we could talk about how gross that was. <laughs> I don't know. Thankfully we didn't have to deal with too much of this because Ariel came right in and was like America and Canada have been voting and they have voted for their favorite couples and the top four couples will be safe and the bottom three will be at risk to go home. And the top four couples uh, were Moira and Connor, Justine and Caleb, Kirsten and Calvin and Selly and Johnny. And when she said Moira and Connor's names, I, le- I like literally had an out of body experience. I was so upset. Yeah, especially first was disappointing. I uh, people vote for who they know, um, and like Justine and Caleb and Sally and Johnny were not surprising. We didn't know if Sally and Johnny would have like a little bit of a fall, but with I, and I like Kirsten and Calvin, but Kirsten and Calvin and Moira and Connor are not bringing a lot to this show. So for them to be like in the top four is a little concerning. Yeah, but like compared to Jalen and Cher, who we just met 45 seconds ago. Oh, yeah. They were like like, Mackenzie and Mackenzie and Johnny. Like, yeah, like Johnny. Come on. Like, we're saving Johnny. I don't think so. And whoever, who else was, who else was there? So, yeah, yeah. and the bottom was Mackenzie and Aaron, Carrington and Laurel. What? That one, that one was the yeah, only one that was there. confusing-ish to me. But, like, I wasn't that confused. I just think, like, Laurel has been so, like, not Laurel. Oh, my God. Carrington has been so all over the place before he started settling in with Laurel that I can see yeah. why he would be at the bottom. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, this was all just the Casa Amor people. Yeah. yeah. That was what it was. Well, but I knew that's what it was going to happen because that's always what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, because we don't know them, right? Like, we don't know them as well. Yeah, I really feel like they need to do some type of other and the UK does this too. Like they need to do some other type of elimination other than like a mass vote off right after Casa Amor, because ultimately it's just like it's a death sentence to recouple because you're going to get voted out and like only one of you is going to get saved or something like that. So you really got to be careful about coupling up after Casa Amor. But I hope people don't listen to this and know that. Because. So how many people from Casa Amor are left in the house right now? Is it just Laurel? Yep. It's just Laurel. That's, that's, that feels like a lot. And of like out time of all of the nothing. time we spent and all of the people we met and Laurel who gets 30 seconds at most per episode is who we have. Like it just is frustrating. The other thing also that frustrated me is that they did the elimination the exact same way as last time where the men got to choose a woman to save and the women got to choose a man to save. And I really wish that they would like vote as couples on their phones or like maybe Mm, the bottom couple mm -hmm. just went home and then they got to save one man, one woman. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like this, they've already done it like this. I would have liked to see it a little bit more original. Yeah, I agree. Like they have Mm -hmm. time. Yeah, what do we have left? Like seven more weeks? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so the the word on the street is that this is going to have the uh, season finale on September 30th, which means that we would only have um, a week and a half after this to cover of Wild. the season. Hmm. Um, and that the, like, then there's like the Big Brother finale is like the next day, I guess. The next day? Not the next really? day. No, 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 no. No, it's no. not. Well then, I don't When's know. Big Brother finale. I don't remember why what I saw about this. Let me look. Yeah. I have to pull this yeah. up. Again. What did you see? Because I feel like the the Big Brother finale is not till like October twenty something. Wait, yeah, so I then is this going until the end of October? Because it. Mm. No, no, this is not. 
Where's the no, there's, a two hour, there's a two hour Big Brother episode the day after this finale. Oh, okay. Just a two hour. Uh, okay. So there's a Big Brother, okay. a two hour Big Brother the day after the finale. And my fear was that it won't actually be the Love Island finale on that Wednesday. And they'll just come back with a two hour episode the, that Friday. I'm really scared. I don't know why you're in such a rush to get it off the air. Like, there's nothing else on. I don't, Kate. No, it's not about <laughs> getting it off the air or anything like that. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm teasing. Uh, I like tough. Like I know what it was like going from um, the Bachelor at right into Bachelor in Paradise while working like sixty or seventy hours a week mm-hmm. and being like just truly drained by the end of it. Like I could not wait for Bachelor in Paradise to be off the air. <laughs> so, like I get it, but right now I've just got so little going on that I'm like. Sure, let's do this. Let's talk about Bachelor Greatest of All Time for weeks on end for no reason. <laughs> Those were fun podcasts. More fun episodes of show. Well, thankfully, I didn't have to watch them. You did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's not like I am loving the season. I love Love Island. If they want to give a season three in like January, I'm on board. I'm happy with that. Um, I just... I feel like they've dragged this one out just like a little bit too much. Like the pacing is a little off. Like, what are we going to do for another week and a half past this? Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like they, um, I disagree. I feel like the things they've course corrected, but maybe not like in a totally uh, sensible way. I, I think this season feels much better and much closer to what real love island is like um i gotta say like if they never go to an island again i'm fine with that i think this Mm -hmm. location is working extremely well Mm -hmm. i don't miss anything about being on an island i'm sure production is so much easier with them being like in the same time zone as la and all that other stuff Mm -hmm. um I just think it's been a really good season and I could, you know, honestly, like I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, um, make you guys go through another three months of, of coverage of it. But like, I could watch three more months of this. Yeah, no, I'd be fine. Yeah. I think like it would be fine and I would do it and I wouldn't, I would only complain the normal amount. Um, because I am a complainer, and that's it's just it's a lot. Like I am. If it, if they would stop, whatever, if it was nuts. six episodes a week, and they were all one hour, and there was none of these surprise two hour episodes, and then here's a night off, and then oh, it's back on Wednesdays now, and then that's off, and then now it's back. Like I just wish that it was consistent, and that mm-hmm. I could just plan for it. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. the way that it has been is just not consistent, and it's hard to plan for. As I'm loving it, I just want them to be more consistent with me. I would say I'm good with the random two-hour episodes. Just I'm not. Give me a I'm little not. more. I'm tired, Brian. <laughs> I was expecting to start this podcast at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, it's currently 11:59 p.m. Eastern time, <laughs> which is an hour and 59 minutes past my usual bedtime. <laughs> yeah, Haley's tired. Let her live. Haley's okay. always tired. Do you remember when you guys did that Twitch stream where you had like everyone on, and I like watched, and you guys were like, "Haley, come on!" I'm like, "What are you talking about? I'm in bed right now." Well, I mean, <laughs> you guys talked me to sleep. It was lovely. I knew that you would be like in bed and that you wouldn't join us on that stream, but. I was like, I wish that she would join us, so I'm going to make sure the invitation is extended. Yeah, well, I know. I know. I'm pretty sure that if I text you at any moment, I could be like, hey, let's um, stream together, and you would. Do you think we could stream Sims together? Like, is that a thing that works? Like, how do you even stream the Sims? I was wondering if I could do it, but I didn't want you to think I was, like, copying you. Uh, You can stream the Sims if you want to stream the Sims. I don't know how. Um, I can help you with that. And I wonder if we... I'm wondering if there's a way we could set up so we could both be playing The Sims at the same time. I think what we should, okay, here's what we should do. And this is, people are going to be so, they don't care. So you'll you'll stream on your channel. I'll stream on my channel. So on your channel, they'll see your screen and then you on a Zoom call with me. And then on my screen, they'll see my Sims and me on a Zoom call with you. And then we'll just be like talking about our, what's happening in our games of The Sims. And um, people can just switch back and forth between them when they want to see what's on people's screen. Yeah, we could do that. That's my plan. Anyway, there's a way. We'll figure there's it out. There's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Um, we'll figure it as out. far as, see, we talked about the Utah said about the pacing. The only thing that I think is an issue is well, I think. Well, Brian Scally trying to make us talk about Love Island again. <laughs> I thought like, we were about we're to. to well, okay. Yeah, okay. Continue. <laughs> but um, when 
you, I think the issue with the pacing is when they eliminate it, like, okay, eliminate one couple outright. And then it should have been one person from each couple getting eliminated because now you're bringing in new people and like everyone's coupled up. So if by eliminating like one person from each couple, you would have ensured that like, Oh, there are single people here willing to talk to new people, but otherwise like, okay, they just chose to save Carrington and Laurel and like, they're not going to get to know anyone. So that's why I feel like it feels like there's a long time left with all these established couples. And that's why we need to either we need to either get rid of those established couples or break some of them up. So basically what you're saying, it sounded like you were going to be like, oh, you're complaining about pacing, but the pacing is fine. And then you just came with the evidence for why I was complaining about the pacing. So you you were agreeing. No, but you were just like being mean about it. Hmm. I wouldn't agree with that sentiment. <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired too. So do you have anything to say about Johnny leaving? You no, I Aaron. didn't think so. Who? <laughs> Aaron. That's his name? Yep. I thought his name was also just Johnny. Nope. Okay, well, I have nothing to say about Aaron. <laughs> um, what I have to say about Aaron... I thought there was like four Johnnies here. I mean, no, there are the a Benny's. lot of people who look like Johnny. <laughs> that was a plot point in the second hour of the episode. Um, so here's the thing about Aaron. Aaron told us that he is a cake decorator. And based on all of the evidence that Mel got served can find on the internet, he is not a cake decorator. That is not his job. His job is model slash actor. And I just I'm, I feel I feel hurt and lied to. Like I might have to leave right now. <laughs> Hey, Lisa, like, I'm tired. Let Just kidding. Go. I'm leaving right this second. Um, but yes, we're so, on a countdown, though. Yeah, no. Ryan, we're on a countdown. <laughs> Start your t- stopwatch. Oh God, I don't have a stopwatch. It's 2020. A phone that has a stopwatch. Oh, I mean, I guess there's a stopwatch on my phone, but I just would never think of it as a stopwatch. We use it. We use I think it of it as a small computer. A use it on a very specific game during House of Games, which I watch on YouTube. Great watch. Anyway, um, nobody cares about Aaron. He's a liar. He doesn't decorate cakes. Okay, Jalen. I wish Jalen could have stuck around a little longer. Not because I want to make out with Jalen personally. That's not probably what I'm planning on doing. But it seems like that might be what you want. I would make out with Calvin, but never talk to him again. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't think he. I don't think he has good banter, as the real UK people would say. He certainly does not have good banter. He does not have good banter. Um, Jalen. Yeah, so Jaylen. then, yeah, Jalen. Uh, he was causing drama, though. Oh, God, and I love, mm-hmm. I really, I'm sad Cher is going. And please don't take this the wrong way. It's because I thought her face was so nice. I just could not stop looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> Cher is very nice face stunningly beautiful uh i loved how she's like yeah established couples are boring like that's fun and enjoyable to me she turned calvin down for a kiss um which was iconic i probably wouldn't have to drink to do so promise to her i mean kate let's face it at this point covid like lockdown started in uh this is literally to the day my sixth month since I like my job in Calgary started a lockdown. So would I turn down a kiss from pretty much anyone who had like not bad breath? I don't know. <laughs> I've been barely kissing Ethan. <laughs> well, that's I feel like that's the thing where you're like, oh, you have constant access. So it's like, I don't want I that. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's just a different situation. Yeah, you're right. Um, like if I was like dating a boy during this period and like living with a boy, I feel like I would hate them and like probably have just like left them in Calgary without telling them. I feel like I've become needier. Okay. I've been like, cause Ethan was home for a while, like working from home for a while. So I got used to that. And now I'm now I'm like, no, I'm alone all day. No. And then like the cat's sick of my bullshit. <laughs> I'm sick of my bullshit. Mm, I could never be. I'm sick, sick of, of Jalen's bullshit. No, I'm not. I wish Jalen could have found a way to stay, but that was just not in the cards. I thought he was pretty shady with Mackenzie. I'm not going to lie, mm-hmm. but at least mm-hmm. it was entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Like, do that I was shady, but like, I, I, you know, you know, that he did what he had to do. He was playing game. 
Yeah, no, I don't fault him for it. Uh, I didn't like, uh, I really liked Jalen the first uh, little bit that he was in there. Didn't end up being my like favorite Islander on the exit, but, or the shows apparently they gave him and share just absolute no screen time on their exit episode. Like, all right, bye. <laughs> so, but otherwise, uh, Jalen was fine. Share a little quiet. Like I liked the indifferent attitude usually, but I don't really feel like it played super well on the show. Yeah, it didn't at all. Um, and that leads us to the person that I'm most upset to see eliminated from reality TV possibly ever. No, not ever, no. but like <laughs> I'm upset very greatly that Mackenzie is out. She brought us drama every single episode. She is as unhinged as we are, I think. And I just loved watching her. And now I, I don't get to see her. That woman is casting gold, and I think we're really going to notice a difference without her on the TV show. Mm -hmm. I was a little tired of her bullshit. I'm not going to lie, but I was, but I I completely understood that without her bullshit, the show might not be the same. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, especially tonight, were tweeting a lot about how they're so sick and tired of Mackenzie's bullshit. But guess what? Without Mackenzie on the show, you're just going to be tired. How does that feel? <laughs> I'm, I am tired. Right? And it's because she's gone. It's not because of the late hour of this recording. Oh my god. Okay, the so problem? who else left? Wait, okay, well, go ahead, Brian. I guess you could talk about it on your own podcast. <laughs> eh. the, the problem is... Well, first of all, so I get Mackenzie and Connor storyline was a little tired at this point, but the way to solve that is send home Connor and Moira. Don't totally. send home Mackenzie. Yeah, like, no, I agree with that. It's so, just like it wasn't in the cards. Uh, and can you imagine Mackenzie gloating because America didn't like her ex with Moira? Mm. I would love yeah, to we're like, it. I feel like I feel like she's going to have this complex that a whole country hated her when I I feel like a whole country loved her. I feel like a lot of people hated her because they're stupid and have bad opinions, but everyone's yeah. taste loved her. I think it's a mix. I think people love to watch these shows because they're dramatic and complain when they're not dramatic, mm-hmm. but also love to hate specifically the women who are making the show dramatic. So it's like, this is why you're watching but you hate her. Like, yeah, I understand I'm- you might not want to be friends with Mackenzie and like, that's a valid viewpoint, but she's TV gold right now. And like, I wasn't even saying like, Oh, Mackenzie has to win. No, but I want her here to like, you know, as far as we could take her. And I don't think we probably with all of the like ups and downs of Connor and Mackenzie, I really thought we might've lost her earlier than this even. So I'm happy that she's been here this long, but Hey, MTV, X on the beach, the challenge, whatever else, like call her, like let's put her on something else because there is no reason that she should be off TV for too long. Hell yeah. Um, so then we basically yada yada through a bunch of people sad that their friends are gone, uh, which is annoying, I guess, because why was the show continuing past the, the dumping? Um, and then they, uh, they go to bed because I, I don't think anything else happened that night. That's worth any conversation. And so the next morning, they wake up to three uh, home intruders. That would be terrifying. Welcome, <laughs> Benny, Ben, and Benoit. Welcome to the villa. <laughs> Benoit. Um, yeah, so we get uh, the three new men. Uh, Noah first. He's 24 from St. His Louis. name is Ben Noah. Ben Noah. Uh, he is everything about him. I don't want don't like, to be involved with. Especially uh-huh. his hair and and face i really it's, don't like it's like weird like chin block yeah and so he oh, says I'm, at one I point eat in the water because i'm noah's ark or whatever i'm like <laughs> girl i'm like girl come on man um and then at one point he says he's a real southern gentleman but he's from st louis so he's actually Isn't that, like <laughs> directly in the middle well he he says in the episode later on that he's from the midwest so i what's, don't know what's the geographic center of the united states let's look this up because i like okay, to have yes, these facts geographic center of the United States. Perfect. Okay. So the geographic center of the contiguous United States is <laughs> Bell Fourche, South Dakota. Mm. And that's wait, wait. That feels oh, okay. Oh no, no, no. This is good. This is good, folks. This is good. Okay. So in a position 
as located in a 1918 survey, is located at stuff northwest of Lebanon, Kansas, which is the center of the normal, not the normal state. Oh my God, the, the lower 48, as they call them. But when you add Alaska and Hawaii, that's when it's Bell Forsh, South Dakota. Oh, uh, so it's pretty. Capital. So this Kansas, so Lebanon, Kansas. Okay, let's do some quick Google mapping. <laughs> Google me. Okay, so directions from Lebanon, Kansas to St. Louis, to St. Louis Missouri. Missouri. So that's about seven hours and 49 minutes. Driving? St. Louis almost touches the Illinois, which I don't think I realized. Yeah, but like Illinois is considered Midwest. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, dude, it's Midwest. No, is Missouri South? Like, no, no, I don't think so. It's not. Missouri is not South. I mean, I'm not American, so I cannot tell you. Okay, there's a can't. Okay, I'm not American, but I can tell you Missouri is not South. Yeah, if you're seven hours from the geographic center, I feel like you're not. No, like, if, look at the map that you're looking at. I keep zooming in and zooming out. Zoom out a little bit and then see where that is in relation to Canada. What? Like, what, St. Louis or Lebanon? St. Louis. Okay, I see it. Like, it's much closer to Canada than it is to, like, the South, I would say. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see me, Haley Strong. I live close to Niagara Falls. I'm not telling my exact city. Oh, Just kidding, don't. you probably suck out so easily. Yeah, but, like, you don't have to make it easier. All right, so for me to drive to St. Louis, it's 11 hours and 37 minutes. For me to drive... Oh, this <laughs> this route crosses a country border. Verify COVID nineteen border restrictions before going. Don't worry, my dear. I'm not going to St. Louis right now. Okay, how long would it take me? This is great podcasting. I know. No, Google I'm loving this because off. guess what? I'm also Google mapping how far how long it would take me to drive to St. Louis. It would take it would take me 17 hours and 48 minutes to drive to Lebanon, Kansas. It would take me 35 hours to drive to St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> that's so long in a car <laughs> <laughs> and I'd have to go through Montana and South Dakota I'd like to go to Montana that seems like a nice well, I'd place I'd like to go to Montana to see our friends yeah but not like to go to Montana really there's like some nice mountains I've Although you the lived mountains in every day yeah that's fair I just like the craziest thing I've seen is an escarpment Okay, well, you need to come out here. We will go into the mountains. We'll see the ocean, the mountains, live our lives. It'll be great. Yeah, one day. One, one day. day. Okay, so what, honestly, like, I don't even care about these three dudes. Like, yes, how I, little I care is that I'm looking at Lebanon, Kansas on a map. I would they rather do not drive 35 guys. hours to St. Louis, Missouri. Brian, you're a guy. How do you feel about them? Mm, bad yeah. can, <laughs> like, you, can you expand on that <laughs> um yeah noah's the instant least favorite yeah. uh as soon as he someone said baseball player i was like oh i feel like the facial hair makes a little more sense <laughs> uh, but yeah i don't know i just not into the noah uh he can go uh benny seems fine don't really uh i feel like i know anything about him bennett seems to be the only one that's going to be able to make any traction uh for me personally i don't know why none of them have yet told Sally about what they've seen at casa right? more like, like drink drama otherwise. are they allowed well i think they yeah. absolutely are allowed and even if they're not allowed what are they going to do once they tell her right like mm-hmm. what's the show gonna do kick them off and no uh but yeah, they built up this whole episode making it seem like the Casa more stuff was going to get exposed and then it didn't. Like Yeah. What? <laughs> like I I would have been okay with the second hour if Sally had found out what happened on the Benny date. Um but we didn't get that. Uh Kirsten does go on a date with Bennett and it seems like they really like each other. Um they talk about how much they both love their dads and um Kirsten talks about how her whole family's cops and military and how much she loves Texas, which like does move her down my rankings personally. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they have a, they, they seem to like each other. And then immediately after Kirsten's like, yeah, Calvin, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work out. Yeah. She, she loves knew. breaking up with people. <laughs> um, I don't well, think there's anything Kirsten loves more than breaking up with people. We have that in common. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. You you're not gonna break up with me though. No, I'm. First of all, I'm kidding. I truly would do anything to avoid having to break up with someone, um, up to and including being a monster, so that they will hopefully break up with me first and being really upset is that when they do. Is that what happened in your last relationship? No. What happened? It was like a slow burn. What happened like, in my mm-hmm. last relationship was a lot of like, hey, I'm not super happy and I feel like this is not a good thing. And then, no, oh my God, no, don't do this. Um, I will be different. I'll be better. And then like six to seven months of like, oh, things are good. And then the exact same problems crop up. And then I'm like, listen. And then he'd be like, no. And then eventually I was like, Okay, no, this is over. Also, I signed a lease on a new apartment, so it's like actually over this time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so it was like a lot. Um, at one point, I thought he was trying to get make me break up with him, but I don't Ooh, think that was actually. Clutches. I don't think that was actually ever the case. Um, but you know, I hate, truly hate breaking up with people. And Haley, I would never break up with you. Like we are yeah. in this for life, unless I guess you decide that you don't want me around. I would. I would truly never. <laughs> I'd be very upset. Yeah, no, that's not happening anytime soon. Um, but yeah, so the only good part about these new dates, I thought, was how Caleb was giving Johnny a hard time while Sully was away on a date. Did you guys clock this at all? Mm. I'm not going to lie. This is the part of the episode where I started not paying attention. So like during the date, uh, Caleb is like, trying to watch the date and like give oh my god they're leaning in for a kiss oh my god johnny like you're in trouble oh my god johnny what if he's blowing up your spot and telling her about casa more uh and then like even before the date caleb was like well you know johnny sometimes people meet and then they just kiss you know six seven eight times like (laughs) really going in and johnny was like clearly getting so stressed and getting so anxious yeah because like he knows he's been a player yeah it's because the problem is And this is what makes me so mad. We get the preview for the next episode where Johnny is being an asshole about Sully having gone on this date, which again, on Love Island, you're not allowed to say no to the dates. You have to go if you're asked. So like, Mm -hmm. get over it, Johnny. And he's acting so defensive and so upset. And it's because he has something to hide. And so he just assumes that she would do the same thing he would do, even though she has demonstrated that she would not do the same thing that he would do. And he is putting all of his, like, I, I don't even know everything he's done. He's putting it on her and it's not fair and it's not right. And I hate it. And Johnny has to go home. You think he has to go home? I think he needs to go home. Ooh, interesting. And think about what he's done. Yeah. I'm big out on Johnny. Cause it's like, uh, this is not fun. No, not at all. Uh, you get Sally on her date being like, I need someone who's 100% loyal and that I can trust. And I could hear, you know, the entire audience like, Ugh. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not good. Sally is like, I don't know if she is like willfully ignorant or just like actually doesn't know like what happened but like when Johnny like earlier in the episode is like oh like I was nervous I felt like I put you like we might have put us at risk and she's like you never have to think about that again and I was like why like because we're on the show or like just like kind of brushed off too quickly for me and then like you said in the preview with Johnny like it's a trope like any person that is pushing like that hard and is like that jealous over something that's not actually not happening uh maybe doing it themselves and so it's like Johnny's guilt is making him like push against Selly and it's annoying she doesn't deserve it. Nope. No, like she's done nothing wrong and he's the one being an asshole. Uh, we got a text from Ellie Lasher that was like, literally every relationship is a toxic trope. The guy who distrusts you for no reason because he's actually not trustworthy. How original. And I just feel like that sums it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it makes me so mad and I uh, personally hate it. 
Um, Haley, was there anything else about like the episode life, anything that you wanted to to say? Well, so I'm just perusing Google Maps right now, and I found <laughs> out that there's a Starbucks on my university campus now. Oh, my God. And they did mm. not have one when you were going? No, they did not. Um, me about me. No, I'm boring. Uh, the show, I'm, I'm been enjoying it. Can't wait to watch more of it. And then if you had to pick the winner right now. I mean, I, I, I have to pick Justine and Caleb. Like Caleb seems like the only guy who isn't terrible, right? Is he going to be terrible? I mean, I'm never going to say that a man won't be terrible, especially on these dating shows. Yeah. Like, it's always possible that any of these people could just break out with some sort of toxic trait. We're um, all toxic. Like, like we truly. truly all are. It's part of being human, I think. Um, but I, I don't think that I'm getting any red flags from Caleb. So hopefully not. Yeah. I don't know. I can't believe I went know. to a university that never had a Starbucks on campus ever. What? There was like 12 and a half people on my campus. <laughs> Wait, where did you go? I went to a small school called Mount St. Vincent University. Oh, yeah. You went out like way east. Yeah. I mean, very small. that's fair. UFC did not have a Starbucks in my first year. And by the time I was finished going to school there and working there, there were three Starbucks on campus. Whoa. <laughs> as well as uh, four Tim Hortons. We had Tim Hortons. And I'd always ask for two Timbits, and the lady would always give me three. Ooh, look at you. What, do you, what else do you guys have to say about the episode? Mm, I don't have anything. I have a hard cut off in episode. eight minutes. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. guys. No, I love I you think, so much, but hard cut off in eight minutes. Well, seven then, minutes now. I think let's take these seven minutes to just close out the show. Uh, okay. Haley, thank you for joining us. I'm sorry, sorry that I it was late. the whole time. Mm, so did I. So it's fine. I thought it was funny, though. I Maybe am, I'm just alone. No, <laughs> I mean, I had pure joy talking to you, as I always do. Um, one of my absolute favorite people to talk to in the world. I feel like we haven't podcasted together in a long time. It's been, either. I think we did, we did the Too Hot to Handle one. Yes, yes. Like yes, at the yes, start like of 45 years ago. Yeah, and so it's been like a million years. We simply must podcast together again. Um, we should probably like read a book and go on Twitch about it again. Yeah. Um, we'll figure that out. It's fine. Um, if people have enjoyed this, which I'm sure anyone with taste has, where, where can they hear more from you, Haley? Well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hstrong underscore. You can check out my blog, strongtakes.ca. Uh, the Bachelorette starts up October 13th. So that means our coverage will too. Um, and I'm also really excited to be bringing a new project to the wrap up network. Uh, me, Emily Fox and Kirk Clark will be talking about Great British Bake Off. That starts soon. And we're really excited about that. Um, and then I was on the Dom and Colin podcast alongside Brian Scally, Matt Lagori and Colin Stone to talk about, uh, the challenge like a preview draft so uh, i can't wait to lose that draft again <laughs> I, I don't know i think you have a real shot this time i don't know if i do i but i always like your team a lot me too and like they always don't do that bad yeah i feel yeah. like you do you do i feel like there was a point like last season where colin was in like negative points so at least you're better than that yeah <laughs> i don't know um scally where can people find you I am on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. And like Haley said, we did the draft for the upcoming season of the challenge over on the Dom and Colin podcast. Okay. I thought there was going to be more. I really thought he was going to say more and then he didn't. Did you say your Twitter? I can't remember. Yeah, I did. But I'll say it again. I Brian underscore Scally. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone go follow him at Brian underscore Scally. And go follow Haley at strong underscore. Uh, you can also hear more from me uh, on all social media at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what. Um, there are more Riverdale Kowski casts that will be coming out. And just follow that feed. I want to do one of those ones where I don't ever watch an episode you're next, except that one. You're next on the list, Haley. We just need to figure out a yeah. time to record it and pick the episode for you. So I'll bother Mary about that probably in the last week of Love Island. So 
we don't. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, the, two, the next couple of weeks are a little hectic, but after yeah. that, I okay. think my schedule well, opens up. We'll link up offline and we'll figure out a time to do it because I, you're on the list for that. I think it would be yes. so much fun. Um, we also, again, we said it at the top of the show. We're currently the number one Love Island podcast in Canada and number two in the USA. We would really love to be the number one in the U.S. as well. So if you could please go um, subscribe, rate, review on iTunes, that would be amazing. We currently have 83 ratings and we really want to get to 100 by the end of the season. So please, 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 please rate and review us. And again, if you have constructive criticism or any sort of criticism, I won't listen to it if it's not on a five-star review. So don't bother with your two-star reviews. I'm not listening. (laughs) Um... Uh, thank you to Will from America for our amazing theme song. Thank you to Scott St. Pierre for all his work behind the scenes, getting this posted, etc. And uh, thank you to the patrons of Rap as a Podcast who make all this podcasting possible. If you have spare money, go become a patron at robhaswebsite.com slash patron. Uh, and that would be really great. I think you can sign up for a year now and you get a month free. Also, again, our iTunes uh, website is robinswebsite.com slash Pod. So thank you for joining us for this episode. And we will be back this weekend with Hannah Shapiro and Will Sonheim, her co-host on Pawnee Public Radio. Bye. If you're looking for on this show are truly a disgrace so we don't care about the love that might be there yeah we just want to see the drama